Hey y'all, this is Charlie. And here we are way, way, way into this parable about the sower. And we are going to pick up right where we left off last time. So get ready. Uh, we are diving in. And if you haven't already heard the podcast where we're talking about the sower and the seeds and explaining that that's the word of God Jesus is talking about, I recommend you go back and listen to uh, the previous podcast. And uh, otherwise, we are jumping in. And uh, so here we go. We are in Mark chapter 4, verse 18. Okay, so we're going to go to this other seed. In verse 18, it says, And others are the ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word, but the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Did you hear that, my friend? What chokes out the word? First, the worries of this world. Wow, didn't Jesus tell us not to worry? No wonder he tells us that. And why did he tell us not to worry? He didn't tell us not to worry because we don't need food and clothing and, and to parent and to, and to work and to take care of all these things. No, he told us not to worry. He said, because our heavenly father knows that we need these things. We, we don't need to worry because we have a perfect, ever-loving, everlasting, ever-powerful Father in heaven who will take care of all these things for us. And we simply just give him those cares. We take them to him. We talk to him about them. We read his word. You know, reading his word will wash away the worry. And so he says that the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches. Notice he didn't say riches itself. He said the deceitfulness of riches. Again, thinking of money, money, money all the time and the desire for other things. They choke out the word. You know, you know how they do that? Because this is how we get the word rooted in ourselves. This is how the, root, the word produces fruit is um, like we've talked about before. You know, you don't need to know all the Bible. Just take the scripture that speaks to you. So like in this podcast today, there's going to be a scripture or a word that really spoke to you. Meditate on that, right? Keep speaking that over and over to yourself. Write it down. Think about it. You know, as you're, as you're going here and there, God knows you can't carry your Bible around with you all the time, right? He doesn't want you looking at your Bible while you're supposed to be driving, but you could be hearing it. You could be speaking it to yourself, right? You could be on your lunch break. You could be thinking about that word, you know, that really warms your heart that you heard or, or read, you know, that popped up in you. That's the Holy Spirit. So here's the thing. If we're worried, then instead of our mind being full of God's promises and his word and us meditating on the God's word, then we're actually meditating on the things we're worried about. So they, they literally like crowd out God's word. If we're thinking of money all the time, how to get money, you know, what we're going to do with the money that we have one day, you know, running, working overtime all the time. And, and now we don't have time to go to church or spend with our families or, or all these other things, because why money, 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 money. We're always thinking about money. Well, then we, we've got no room to think about God's word. Is that in, in other desires of this world? So there's, you know, there's, we know there's all kinds of, can I tell you something that I believe is like a masked idol and that's diet and fitness. Because we will spend so much time consumed by what we're supposed to eat, right? With all these hundreds, thousands of diet plans that are out there and with fitness that we're not spending time with the Lord. 
in the word or we're not thinking about his word. I'm not saying these things that there's anything wrong with these things in and of themselves, just like there's nothing wrong with money. It's the, the desire after it, you know, and just a, a quick little tidbit, you know, the Lord is the one who gives health, right? The food that comes from the fallen earth that he cursed can't give us health. Right. And we can't be fit if we don't have the health to exercise in the first place. And the health is a gift from God. I do believe we're meant to, to exercise and enjoy these bodies God gave us. But first, I mean, I believe it's meant to be an expression of faith and thanks to the Lord for giving me the health to be able to go for a walk with this body. Oh, so many times I just thank the Lord and thank the Lord that I can walk because I spent years where I couldn't walk. So how can fitness save me if I can't get out of the bed or move any part of my body? Right? I was very fit before I got sick. Uh, so anyhow, I mean, I just share that because I think that's one of those things that has unfortunately really consumed believers what to eat and what not to eat. And it's like, you know, that's actually something you can take to the Lord. The Lord said, taste and see that the Lord is good. He did create food for us to enjoy it. He created all of the trees. The Bible says when he first created them, it says all of them were good. They were beautiful to behold and good for food, except one. There was only one that we couldn't eat from. All the rest. Think about all the trees now that don't produce food that we can eat, like the evergreens and, and all these other things. At one point in time, every tree produced something that we could eat. Isn't that incredible? So anyways, but, but so those are like the worries of the world. The things the world would worry about are they choking up the word and it becomes unfruitful. You know, like instead of believing by his stripes, I'm healed. I believe by this diet, I'm healed. Hey, my friends, I've fallen into that too. Not judging, helping to get you out of it. Like, you know what? I get to eat good things, but that's not what saves me. That's not what heals me. The stripes of Jesus Christ is what heals me. And guess what? If you have to be on a special diet for medical reasons, because I did for years, he can heal you of that too. That's actually when he brought that to me. He's like, you know, hey, by the way, I want to heal you of this because I created food for you to enjoy it. And that way, you know, it's just another expression of his goodness to us. Okay, so that's how the worries of the world, the, the, the deceitfulness, they come and they choke out that world word and it becomes unfruitful. But here we go. And those are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil. And they hear the word and accept it and bear fruit 30, 60, and 100 fold. Did you hear that? They hear the word. My friend, it all comes down to how we're hearing. Are we hearing just once, just to do it, just to say we did it? You know, we go to church and we sit in the sermon, but we're not actually listening to it. It's just, I'm there. I can check that off. See, God, I was here, you know, or are we taking it in? Are we listening to it? Are we, are we going expecting Jesus? I'm going to see you today in that sermon. I'm going to hear you lift it up. You know, I'm going to see you and hear you in this podcast or, or whatever, you know, there's so many great men and women of God that we have available to on TV and internet and all of that. You know, it's how we're coming. Are we coming expecting to see Jesus? Are we coming to expecting to receive his miracles and his goodness and his grace and his love? It's how we're coming, how we're hearing, you know, and, and like I said, do we hear just once? As the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing 
and in the in the in the Greek that actually is like a tense that keeps going. So it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ, but really it says faith comes by hearing and 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 hearing. Like we got to keep hearing the word of Christ. Why? We're always hearing something, right? We go to work and we hear wah 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 wah, you know, and we turn on the TV or the news, you're definitely going to hear wah 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 wah, you know. Like I would really limit how much of that kind of stuff that you take in because Jesus said to guard, to guard our eye gates and our ear gates, right? These are gates. Our eyes and our ears are gates and we choose what to allow into ourselves. Just like you choose what you eat, we, we choose what we're bringing into our soul, right? So if we're always feeling crappy, check what you're watching and hearing and listening to. That's probably the source. And it's so easy because then you can just change it, right? Come to the word of God more. Listen to some more preaching that lifts up Jesus Christ and, and tells you all about how wonderful he is, right? Amen. Amen. So we, we receive God's word into our heart regarding our situation and then listen to this and then God's blessings, they will manifest in progression. So did you hear that? It says that you'll bear fruit. Listen, bear fruit. You will bear the fruit. You don't produce the fruit. You just bear it. Nowhere in this has Jesus said we have to do anything other than listen. And you know what? When you meditate and speak God's word, guess what happens? You hear it and you're with you more than anybody else is with you. So take a scripture that speaks to you and speak it throughout your day so that that's what you're hearing. Hallelujah. So it says as we hear his word, it comes into our heart and the miracles will manifest in progression. 30 then 60, then a hundredfold. You know, that's what I've received. I'm somewhere really inching close to that hundredfold past the 60, praise the Lord. But let me tell you something. Don't get discouraged if you start off with the 30, right? Because if you're, if you're believing God for healing and you're 30% made well, well, how much of you is still sick? 70%. Quick math, <laughs> right? So there's actually still more of you that's sick than is well. You know, or let's say you have a financial debt that you're struggling with and, and all of a sudden you receive a wisdom, you know, Lord, the Lord sometimes gives us money, but he often gives us the wisdom to handle that money is what we really need. He'll show us places where we're overspending or we can cut back or we can save money or we can earn money. You know, he'll give you the wisdom that you need. So you got this, this debt that you need to pay off and you ask him for it and, and you find a way, you know, he shows you a way to take care of 30% of it. And then, you know, it's so easy for us to get discouraged. Well, I still got 70% of it. You know, when I started getting healed, it's like I'm feeling a little better, but I'm still only awake two hours of the day. You know, that doesn't feel good. And we can get discouraged. But Jesus says that the Bible says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Because what happened? You got a 30% miracle. That's better than 0%, right? And the, and the Israelites in the desert, unfortunately, they never thank God for what he gave them. They constantly complained about what they didn't have. And they would complain about what they didn't have and God would give it to them and they still wouldn't thank him for it. And you know what happened? When it was time for them to receive the biggest miracle of all, the promised land, because their hearts were so, so used to not believing and complaining and not seeing God's miracle, they did not believe him that he would give them that miracle. And that's what cost them. God finally said, you know what, out of your own mouth, what they said, so you shall have. And that's why they didn't get to enter into the promised land for another 38 years. But that wasn't God's plan. So what's our solution to fill our mouth 
and fill our ears with his word and his promises. Thank him for that healing that you've received. Thank you, Lord, that I'm feeling so much better already. Thank you that by your stripes I'm healed. Thank you that it's based on the work of Christ and not my circumstances. Even though I might not feel better right now, I know that the Lord has done the work. You know, thank him for the things that you can see. And guess what? You'll start seeing more. Hallelujah. But we got to thank him for, for what's going on now. So we receive that word and the, and the miracle comes. And you know what? Just like he did for me, it, it may have been more painful at the time, but I am so grateful because I learned to know my father, God and my savior in a way that to me makes all the suffering more than worth it. It's so much more than worth it. Just like he says in 2 Corinthians 4, 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. That's exactly what he did. He took that burden and he worked it out to a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory that I'm already enjoying. Hallelujah. And that's what he'll do for you as well. But I want to show you this also from Matthew's account, because Mark writes it this way, that sometimes we receive 30 fold, 60 fold and 100 fold. And I want to encourage you that, you know, there's another way where the devil will come and try to sneak in and take our, our miracle that we get a little bit of it. And then we start condemning ourselves. Have you ever had this thought that if, if I'd had more faith, then, then I could have had it all at once or I didn't get it because I didn't have enough faith. You know, the Lord meant faith to be a blessing to us and the devil will turn it into a work or into a condemnation. Faith is meant to be a blessing. It cannot be easier. You know, we receive salvation simply by believing in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I'm sharing that with you to say, hey, if you're at the 30 fold, just praise the Lord. When, when it's when you're when it's time, he'll get you to the 60 fold. He'll get you to the 100 fold. Amen. Just trust him. But I want to tell you that Matthew shared it this way. He says in Matthew chapter 13, uh, in verse 23, he says, And the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So this is a little bit different, because here he tells us that some right away bring forth a hundredfold. And you know what? The Lord knows. I mean, that happens, right? Some people do. They receive their miracle right away, completely, 100%. And that is just as much a miracle from the Lord. But you know what? He knows the state of each person's heart and where we're at and what we're ready for. And, and also, so some people do receive a hundredfold. And then some receive 60 and 30 because maybe we need to keep receiving God's word. We need to keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and receiving more. Just like it says in 3 John 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So the Lord knows that there is something in your soul that needs to prosper. Because do you know, have you ever heard of people like beating cancer and then years later it comes back again? Unfortunately, I believe that that's because the issue that was in the soul is still there. You know, there's still something that needs to be healed in the heart. 
So that, so, you know, I think that's why my healing took so long because there was so much in my heart that needed to be healed. And that's what the Lord did little bit by little bit. And, and I'd even shared this with people for years that I would see the Lord heal something in my heart and then something in my body would be healed. I had so many conditions. It's crazy. I even forget and lose track until he reminds me of the many different things he's healed me of. If there's anyone out there that's had diabetes insipidus, that's incurable. And yet I don't have it anymore because the Lord cured me from it. In fact, he so cured me from it and I was still taking the medication from it that he then had to protect me from the side effects of taking the medication I didn't need anymore. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Oh, he's so good. So real quick, I want to take you to Luke's account to just share this last good ground, right? Because we want to be the good ground. So we want to soak up everything we can about being the good ground. So we've learned throughout this that to be the good ground, we, we simply really just need a desire for God's word and a desire to understand it and that we can continue to bear fruit by meditating on God's word, by hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. You know, especially if there's an area of our life where we're seeing death creep in, where we're seeing, you know, that the enemy is, is coming in. Remember what Jesus said, we mentioned it earlier, or maybe in the last podcast, I don't know, that the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. You know what does he first still? How does he bring death and destruction in our life? We read it earlier by first stealing the word of God out of your heart. That's what he's after. He's after stealing the word of God out of your heart because once he's got the word of God out of your heart, now he can bring in death and destruction. So guess what? All we got to do, we see where we're suffering from death and destruction, we apply God's word. We just, we just go to God's word and we bring that into our heart. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we will see that harvest, maybe all at once, a hundredfold, or for some of us, 30, 60, then a hundredfold. Amen. But we know that however the harvest comes, it will be what's best for us because God always works everything together for our good. So in Luke 8, 15, it tells us, but the seed and the good soil these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast. They hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. They bear fruit with perseverance. My friends, sometimes we do have to persevere. Like it says, we have to hold fast to the word. You know, sometimes I'm telling you, it's gotten to the point where it's almost laughable to me. The first time I shared about the communion, guess what happened? The next day I woke up sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you're like, uh, what? What's going on? You know what? If you share about God's word, you can expect that the devil's going to come with a attack afterwards. Why? He's trying to steal that word. So anymore to me, I just say, devil, you just overplayed your hand, right? Because I know that whatever area he's attacking me in, that that's the area that the Lord's already released his blessing. He's already released a victory. He's, he's, you know, he's shaken. That's, that's why the devil will attack you and try to take that word because he sees that his grip, his reign is being shaken loose and he doesn't like it. Of course he doesn't like it. Remember God's word is the devil's defeat and your victory. Amen. But sometimes we do have to persevere and it will help you if, if you remember this, that perseverance is not that something is being withheld from you. 
It's that something is waiting for you. Amen. I I want you to hear that again. Perseverance is not that something is being withheld from you. It's that there is a promise, a blessing waiting for you. Amen. And we hear that blessing in the word of God and we hold on to it and we persevere. And it's, you know, sweet, sweet victory on the other side. You know, sometimes we got to go to battle if we want the spoils of war. That's how, that's how it is. But it's always, it's always worth it. Amen. Amen. So my friends, we finally did it. We finally got through our parable. I'm not sure how many tries it took. Um, but I do hope that it blessed you and, and that you gained some wisdom from this and that that wisdom will help you understand other parables as Jesus told us that it would and that you see um, just how incredible God's word is. You know, it's amazing that his word, it, it brings life and, and healing and power and wisdom. And, you know, there is really nothing that we can need or want or desire that we can't find in God's word, you know, and we're coming here. We're coming to our Savior. You know, look at all the things that the people came to Jesus for. You know, most of the time they came for, a lot of times they came for healing, right? Everything they came to Jesus for, we still have the opportunity to come to Jesus to in His Word. That's why, you know, going way back to when we started this, we saw that on the road to Emmaus, He showed those disciples, He showed them Him in the word instead of showing himself to them physically so that we would see we have the same advantages they do actually greater because have you ever considered this that if you had been alive when Jesus was alive I used to think well you know that'd be so awesome because then I could just go and touch him and I'd be healed but you know what the problem is you have to fight the crowds to do that and and when I was um in Israel you know, everywhere you go, just to see the sites where Jesus was. I mean, folks, every, people are coming from all over the world. They have millions of tourists come through there a year. You know, so you're always waiting, 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 you know, pushing, pushing, you know, not that rude pushing, but just so many people you, you kind of, you know, you, you have to rub shoulders to get by, you know, so much, so much pushing just to see places Jesus once was. Could you imagine if he was still physically here? Because see, that's the thing. When he was on the earth, you had to physically touch Jesus. You had to be in Jesus's presence for him to heal you. You know, then there was a time where he sent his disciples out. But the Holy Spirit wasn't in each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit actually wasn't even in the disciples. He told them at the, at the Last Supper that the Holy Spirit would come in them after he had been ascended. And that's what's happened. So today we have an incredible gift that they didn't have. We each, as a child of God, we have the Holy Spirit in us and we can touch Jesus simply by touching his word. We don't have to fight the crowds. We don't have to fly, you know, thousands of miles to get to where he is. We can just open the word and touch Jesus. We can just speak the word that he's put in our heart and touch Jesus. We can come to Jesus anytime, day, hour, any place. Hallelujah. Oh, praise Jesus. Oh, the goodness of our God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for this word. We thank you for your goodness to us. Oh, Father God, we just we just pray for a greater, greater revelation of your love towards us, of, of the perfections of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for healing 
and flowing into hearts, even right now, Lord, healing, flowing into bodies. We thank you that you break the chains of bondages, Lord. You break the chains of darkness and of condemnation, Jesus. We thank you that even now you're shining in the light. You're shining in the light and running out the darkness and pouring in your love and your sweetness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, my friend. Until next time, keep on living, loving, and laughing in grace.